Welcome back to the Escapade Show number eight, part two with Gavin Oates. YouTube. What up? <laughs> They're stealing my ideas. Sour idea. Yeah, Sour idea. We had all sorts of ideas during the break, and he didn't. You know, I'm just basically, I, I'm like, when you look at so many other vloggers and YouTube channels, like, what up, YouTube, and all that, you know. And but he was secretly dying to do it there. So but just... it's not really me, so I'm going to be really? authentic. Okay. Um, I'm obviously animated, but I'm, I'm not like a what up guy, you know what I mean? So, nah. but, well, you guys have done it for me, so thank you. Okay. Right, over the break there, we were getting some great chats, um, and we were talking just about the industry in general. Um, and, and different roles and, and one of the things that I had said there was you know like um, for young people especially that are aspiring to get into an industry like the music industry or the creative industries is that look I work full time in the music industry but I don't make music you know and I think I think that's quite important mm -hmm. um, yeah, for all the different roles I totally agree I mean I, I, I remember speaking to a, a young boy in a school who told me he, want, he wanted to be a footballer um, but he, he he knew that he wasn't going to be good enough to to play for Scotland. Mm -hmm. But you know he could be he could be the Scottish coach. Mm -hmm. He could be the manager. Um, he he could be the physio. He could be uh, he could run a company that makes football shirts for every football team yes. in the world. Um, and it's about helping those young <coughs> people to realise that you know they have skills you know that can be used in a number of ways um, and uh, they can still be involved with their passion absolutely it's great great point that it's like um you know like facebook for instance it's like the number two three four five six guy at facebook one made an absolute fortune but they were part of the team that created the thing in the first place yeah. mm -hmm. so it's like it's a great message to like you know team up join a team utilize what you're good at for the one and you were saying there, it's like uh, the thing about the janitor, what was that? Um, at NASA, um, NASA yeah. you've got the president of United States of America uh, says to the, the, the janitor, you know what, tell me what, what, what do you do here? And he, he said something like, I put, I put men on the moon. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's, you, you might just be one small piece in, in the bigger picture, um, but you have your part to play. Absolutely, and it's just as important. I think it's a great company uh, ethos that um, yep. to have that instilled like right across the board. It's like it's a total joint effort. So going back to that for like young people or, or anyone in general, like teaming up with people is, is key because then together you can you can create something yep. kind of magical. And there's a term as well. There's no such thing as a self-made millionaire. Yeah. Because you know there's maybe somebody at the face of it, like Richard Branson. Of course. But the people that Branson's got around Huge him. Huge team. That's what it's all about. Yeah, and they all have the same passion as him. Yeah. Um, I mean, at Tree of Knowledge, we have a, a fantastic team. Uh, there's currently 13 of us, soon to be 15. And, you know, we've got our, our speakers, we've got our business development, we've got marketing, we've got admin. And it doesn't matter which role you have in that business, you have your part to mm -hmm. play. And, you know, that was part of our culture, part of our ethos that we were keen to to nail down straight away and that, that takes time. It takes time to find a team of people who believe mm -hmm. that. Um, you know, we've had people work for us in the past who I think they felt that we thought it was all about us, um, but actually it's everybody in mm -hmm. this together. Mm -hmm. um, and if one person isn't doing their job right, then it makes it more difficult for that this person. That affects us all, yeah. Well, we, you know, there's, there's a bit of healthy rivalry between the speakers and the business development team. You know, you've got your salespeople saying, well, if it wasn't for us, you wouldn't, 
and we're saying, I think if we weren't awesome, you wouldn't have anything to sell. It's yeah, like, no, yeah. actually, we, we need each other in this one. So we have a real a real sense of uh, family, a real sense of community, and everybody's, everybody's doing their bit to make a difference. Definitely, and it's really important. That family vibe is, a, is a, so important for us as well. It's something we are certainly you know. trying to achieve, and I think we have, you know, and we've got a great team of uh, people around us, similar, sort of 13, 14, um, and it's just, it's just been, it's so been nuts. What's been great for us as well is we started with like zero cash though, mm-hmm. and we just had, we had to build the momentum and the culture yeah. with nothing. Mm-hmm. So we just used like the music and inspiration and our own characters to kind of light the path yeah. and go, look, this is the vision. We will get to that. Yeah. Yeah. Jump on board. Who's coming? You, uh, jump on board. Some haven't. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, a yeah. few haven't actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, there's there's <laughs> yeah. a good few that haven't. But guys like Ian, who's, who's yeah. in today, unbelievable. Yeah. Big shouts to you. No, he's right there. He's right there. Uh, but guys like Ian stuck it out, understood it, so passionate about the music, and that's what's good about music as well, is because it plays to people's like emotions. It's yeah. like, well, I'm into music. I love a job in music. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to stick this out and go for it yeah. with these guys, you know. And, and it brought us all together, really. The music, like and the that is such a cheddary line, but it's like, music brings us together, man. But, uh, like, <laughs> you it, just it, turned it, into one of those YouTubers. Yeah, yeah, I did, I did. But, <laughs> like, you on, like, it's yes. like, uh, I want to be famous, like all that, those young kids were talking about earlier, in part one. Um, but, like, uh, it's just, it's, <laughs> it, it, it is crazy, you know. It's like, I think... Having that though is what separates people who are average and people who really are wanting to achieve something. Yeah. And I think I think that's the main thing here is as Stephen says, like we we have been through loads of people as well where they have the personality of a potato yeah. and, and you're kinda like, Wow, you know, your interview, you were amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but everyone's their best version of themselves in the interview. So it's like um I think you see it's a testament to guys like Ian and Jack and Craig and the rest of the people on the team, Claire, you know, I don't want to miss anyone out, but there's loads of them and, and Reese and all that. They're amazing, you know, amazing characters of people that have just Name literally the other ones. been, I know, been working right so, right, so, <laughs> you do, you do that other so I know I do right so well, I mean there's obviously there's Kenny, there's Peter, <laughs> there's uh, you know, there's loads of oh, I, newly Finn, uh, you know, we Bobby and Jeannie McCann. Well there's uh, you know the, 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 there are so many, but again it's like it's just coming together like that and, and actually seeing that bigger vision and, and having the guys in sometimes when it's like a Tuesday night like one in the morning and we're on the yeah. whiteboard and we're all pulling our hair out and we're yeah. all like you know how are we making the next move here yeah. and I think that that and it actually goes back to what you were saying there about how like we really do try and bask in the journey sometimes yeah. Because it's like, is this actually happening? Are You're we actually sitting in here? He, yeah. yeah, he's definitely more trailblazer. And I'm quite good at, you know, reining him in and saying, yeah. hold on a second, mm. look at what we're achieving here, man. Yeah. Like, look at who we're speaking to. Yeah. Or look at, you know, and and, and you know, that van outside that, that Finn had picked up on Ella, you know, that van was an absolute dream of ours for like three and a half years, you know. And, um, you know, he even more so was just obsessed with getting Nobody could van. understand my obsession with the van. You yeah. know, and for me, it's like, he he gets obsessed with something and then it's then me, I'm like, okay, I need, I need to understand why he's obsessed by it and then I'm sold and then it's like, okay, I'll sell it to the team now, <laughs> you know, it. because he'll be too but I'm like, right, okay, so, I get it, why? And now we're at a point where we're, we've got that van 
and we flew down to England and we picked up and we drove it back up that night like two mm. mad nutters and, and did it, you do the Teen Wolf moment where somebody took the roof like standing on the top like yeah. <laughs> no none of that and, um, that was a total 80s right <laughs> I forget I'm so much older than you guys this man over here is pissing himself because he gets it because he's cool and he's the same age as me and uh, Teen Wolf is the greatest film of all time so well okay, there you go there, there you go. go so the van thing uh, uh, we story about the van right um, we made nothing in here, right? And it's like for some reason, it was just this milestone moment. It might have been anything. It could be like a watch. It could be anything. But the van for me, I was like, the carpet is real. If we can get to a point where we have a company van, I know there's other stuff that's really working for some crazy <laughs> messed yeah, up yeah. reasons. All about the van. All about that. It wasn't all about that, but it was no. all about that. But we were also inspired by like the the Unit Twenty Three skate park behind us. Uh, they've got, they, cool they, they've got some cool, cool vans. We'd yeah. always look at their vans. We're like, man, how cool would it be to have a van? I had like wee <laughs> brochures and stuff of like the ideal van kicking about. Yeah. We didn't even have a company though. No. But it was just one of those wee things. So when well, we, we were going to see vans and getting test drives and all that. We were just like law of attraction stuff, you yeah. know. Yeah. And, and just using it as um, motivation. And then when the day come, everyone knew there's that van because yeah. it's been spoken about for so yeah, long. But yeah. it turned into a really motivational thing because yeah. people sitting there like, yes. It makes it real. I mean, yeah. you know, and yeah. it shows you that if, no matter if it's a van, whether it's a dream gig, whether it's uh, taking your company to X amount or Starts, X yeah. amount of employees, yeah. it's the same process. Yeah. Visualise it, work like to get it, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's it. And it's just, it's a good wee thing, do you know what I mean? Yeah, these are all the wee things. So it's all your wee milestones, isn't it? And it's important. You know, if you've been dreaming about it for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. Then it happens. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we, we recently, uh, well, about a year and a half ago now, we got to a point where we were able to purchase our own place. Um, and we, we've been thinking about that for eight years. You know, wouldn't it be great to actually have your own offices where you can do it up as you want? You know, you're not bound by the rules and regulations of a corporate space. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it felt like it's, it's just it's brick, it's a building, it's bricks and mortar. It doesn't mm -hmm. actually mean anything, but it means so much. And it's not a massive big palatial office, but it's awesome and it's ours and it's colorful and it's fun and I've got a sand pit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and a hammock. Did I see a hammock? No, did they not see a no. hammock? Um, I've seen a picture the other day, and I'm sure I spied a hammock. In there's, there. there's not a hammock, uh, but there will be by the end of today. <laughs> <laughs> Just but randomly. <laughs> no, we uh, we don't have a hammock. Um, although we have, uh, we've got some amazing artwork up around the office. We've got a big chimpanzee with his headphones on and. Just, uh, it's just very, very colourful, very spacious, very comfortable, a lot of big comfy sofas and there's regular desks, there's stand-up desks, mm -hmm. a lot of people prefer to work standing up and so on. And, um, but you know, we've, we've uh, it's a two-storey building and the downstairs are split in two uh, and we, we rent that out to small uh, companies um, and we love the fact that we're able to help other AI, businesses as well and, and and charge them rates that are not nearly as crazy as what the council would charge or some of these big corporate organisations so we can help them out a little bit as well and do you know over time you know we may get to a size where we need uh, the downstairs as well certainly we're nowhere near that just now but <coughs> as soon as that happens though and we've got two stories yeah um fireman's pole definitely oh, and slide and ball swamp <laughs> that does we're, we're definitely need to come it through sounds great yes absolutely sounds brilliant now I was wanting to ask you a couple of questions just uh, going back on the, the whole sort of speeches and talks that you do and first things first I wanted to ask was what's been your best one 
the wow. most electrifying like okay. you know you've walked in because you know for me i'd love to come and see you speak by the yeah. way i'd really really would love to do that um and we need to get to more of these things like Gary Vaynerchuk, Tony Robbins, things. I'd love to just go and experience it, you know, and feel it there. So, Especially a Robbins thing. You know, oh, big I, hand going up there. That's a really big hand. It's yeah, huge. so big, yeah. so big. So what's, what's been your, what the one that you've connected with most? That's a tough one to answer. <clears throat> um, I've, I mean, over the years, I must have, oh, I must have delivered thousands uh, of different talks in front of hundreds of thousands of people. What has been my my favourite one? Um, I think one of my favourite ones, I don't know if it's my out-and-out favourite one, uh, has certainly been uh, an event I did for a housing association down in, in Manchester. And I remember going down thinking, you know, it's a housing association, it'll be, it'll be really lovely people who do a great job, bear in mind their job is to create homes for people and make sure people are safe and secure and all that sort of stuff. Great people, but I'm thinking, how exciting can a housing conference mm -hmm. be? Uh, t turns out very. Uh, you know, when when you discover that there's almost fifteen hundred people coming and they've taken over uh, the huge uh, archways down in in Manchester and they've got a huge production company in to run the thing, an events company, and they've got lights and screens and phenomenal setup. They've even got the the auto cue <coughs> setup that moves up and down as you're talking, but they can't see it, but you can and absolutely extraordinary mm. um and i walked into the venue and so i've done that twice for them the second one i ended up going back to host the whole thing and keynote but the first time it was just keynote and i arrived they knew i couldn't be there at the start of the day and i arrived um just uh, as the afternoon was kicking off and i was on at the end of the day and as i came in they showed me in through the back door where the the sound desk was going to be and i just remember standing there and all you could see was a sea of people because albeit it was nearly 1,500 people, they were all sat at tables of 10. So these big circular tables, which just made it feel even even mm -hmm. bigger again. And I could see the guy on stage at that moment in time, he was just this tiny, tiny wee figure in the distance. Mm -hmm. And I just got this massive wave of nerves and adrenaline. And I was just like, this is, this is massive. This yeah. is the scariest thing I've ever done. Um, and... Uh, the moment came where I'm getting introduced and my legs going and I, I get really nervous. I'm a very nervous person, uh, just in general, and, and um, uh, which probably means I'm completely in the wrong profession. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it works for me because of that. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I got up on stage and just when you get that first response, that first laugh or first from, from your audience when there's that many people, Oh, it was just a, an extraordinary experience. So things like that, but also there's 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 been events that I've spoken at where there's maybe sixty people, but it's just we're all in that moment and something just clicks mm -hmm. where they're just so with mm -hmm. you from the word go and they're so on board and they're so bought into your stories and they agree and they feel everything you're saying. That's it's it's more those moments rather than it's not so much the event. That would be my favourite event. Mm. It's just, it's just those moments. The interactions. It's just when you have a group of people who are just with you. Mm -hmm. They just get what you're trying to do and mm -hmm. trying to say, and and they've obviously made the decision within seconds. Do you know what? I'm going to give this guy a shot. Mm -hmm. I'm going to come with him on his journey and listen mm -hmm. and be a part of it. And it's when you're in that moment, and you just know mm -hmm. that you are making them feel amazing. That it's those moments that are my my favourite moments. I tell a lot of stories about my kids, 
Um, I speak very openly and very honestly on stage. I'm not one for going up and like swearing my head off or anything like that, but I do I do talk a lot about um, losing my dad. I talk a lot about my kids, and everybody can relate to those real stories. Yeah. And I tend to think that's when they come with you. So yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. It's just yeah, when you're no, in that house, like he's waving his hand again. He's doing this. I don't know if you can see it. Uh, and uh, he told me not to say that. Um, <laughs> but it's when you're absolutely in that moment. Um, they're my favourite moments. This this guy over here is doing this. Uh, he, he, he told me not to say that. So uh, I've said it. Apparently it means we have to finish. Well, on that note, absolutely great to finish on that note, Gavin. It's been a pleasure um, doing this with you. Thank you so much. Legend. Looking forward to doing some more stuff with the Tree of Knowledge. Be sure to check them out. Doing some amazing work. But that's us, that's been Escapade Show number eight. Number eight, here we are, and we will do this again. Yes, and we these guys are amazing. Keep following what they're doing. It's making a huge difference. Appreciate Thank you so it. much. Maybe the next episode we could do in your office. Aye, I'd love to. Sounds good, sure. sounds good. Remember, subscribe to the channel. Please subscribe. Uh, check us on Facebook. Uh, Facebook? Facebook. Twitter, Facebook. Instagram. Escapade Studios on Facebook and everywhere else. And Facebook. Facebook. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers.